0: Log Talk Radio.
1: afternoon or evening and welcome to Hope for Today. My name is Naja E. Brown, your host, and we thank you for your support and participation. Hope for Today is an outreach program of Yield to the King Ministry and our hope and prayer for our listening audience all over the world, is that you hear something that is encouraging, life-altering, or prompting you to study the Word of God. We welcome your comments anytime, and you can reach us through our website at yieldtothekingministry.org. Well, welcome to today's episode entitled, Reflections Living in the Moment. And this is part two. And as always, I like to lay the foundation by reading what the promotional material has presented. Our destiny is not to remain here on earth forever. Tomorrow is not promised and nobody knows for sure what today will bring. Idle time is fleeting, but when we pause to reflect, it's long lasting. How can we live in the moment free of cares and worries of this world? For starters, we can yearn for and seek time to reflect on God's mercies that are new every morning. Matthew chapter 6 verse 34 in the New American Standard Bible Version says, So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself each day has enough trouble of its own. Be encouraged, beloved. God wants us to be still and know him. Well, welcome to today's episode, Reflections Living in the Moment, and I have with me today in the studio two special guests, Mrs. Patricia Haynes and Mrs. Cheryl Johnson. These two women I've known for quite some time. We have labored in God's vineyard side-by-side side and purpose to be kingdom women. I'll let each of them introduce themselves and say hi to our listening audience. Sister Cheryl, would you like to say hi or hello to our listening audience?
0: Hello, everybody. Nice to be here. <laughs>
1: well, welcome, welcome, welcome. Sister Patricia, how would you like to say or
2: greet our audience? Well, I'd like to say greetings to everyone and thank you, Nadia, for having me here as a guest. And I'm excited to be here.
1: Well, thank you both. And I know that this is going to be just a insightful opportunity uh, and and time for us to to hear from both of you. So, Sister Pat, uh, do I have permission to call you Sister Pat, or would you prefer that I refer to you by your full name?
2: sister pat is just great
1: okay all right cheryl like i can't shorten your name so we're going to go with cheryl sister cheryl <laughs> that works. okay that all right fine. that works all right thank you thank you and, and you know it sounds formal and, and listening audience i know these women we're like you know we, we we're just we i know them we we know each other so this is this is a, a formal <laughs> episode but but we're we're friends too so two weeks ago on December thirteenth, hope for the day aired what uh, this exact same podcast, this exact same title, I should say, "Living in the Moment." This is part two, and I want us to hear different perspectives from different women. So these episodes with had a little different twist than the one that I originally broadcasted in June. That was just entitled "Living in the Moment." The twist for these two the part one and part two, was I added the word reflection. Full disclosure, I always like to, to do the true confession. When I prepare for an episode, it really is a time for me to speak to myself and to allow God to, to speak to me. And I had to ask myself, how much time do I spend thinking about tomorrow? Ah. Uh, You know, I most likely spend more time planning for the future than reflecting and being still. I'm learning how to be in the moment. And for me, that is sitting at the feet of Jesus, just being instead of doing. You see, I'm a doer, always in preparation for something, almost to a fault. So the burning question for this episode is what does the future hold? And we all can attest to God's interruptions, intervention, rerouting of our direction, and asking us to wait when we want to move forward. So with that, Isaiah chapter 55, verses 8 through 9, New International Version says, for my thought, are not your thoughts neither are your ways my ways declares the Lord verse 9 says as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my so ladies sister Pat and sister Cheryl let's have a candid discussion about reflections living in the moment and how you approach and manage living in the moment but before we get into the meat of the discussion I'd like for each of you to just say a little bit more about yourself other than just your name. Just a little bit. Tell tell our listening audience a little bit about your, yourself, your background, what you do, things of that nature. Sister Cheryl, why don't you go first?
0: Okay. Well, um, I'm married to a pastor. I'm Pastor Yvonne. We're part of Embassy Bible Fellowship. From the pastor's wife, but I also head up our ministry called Embassy Life Services, and um, it's where we um, care for homeless um, women, kids, um, men on the streets, and we do outreach events to to help take away some of the sting of homelessness, as much as as God allows us to do, and 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 to be able to to share the, the gifts that he is providing to with us. And so that's beautiful for me. This, this ministry and and the church. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> so you sound like you are, might be a doer too, but we'll get back to that. We'll let you disclose that if that's what you want to share with us. Okay. Sister Pat, how about you? How about
2: you? Well a little something about myself. Um First and foremost, I am a Christian, a believer, lover of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I'm a wife of 44 years, married to the same man. That's surely a blessing. I'm a mother, a grandmother, a sister, an auntie, so many hats. Um, I was raised by both parents. There were seven of us, seven kids, five girls and two boys. Um, Today, all of us are living, but... One sister, we lost the sister just a few years back. And since June of um, 2019, my husband and I have been raising our three granddaughters, ages 16, mm-hmm. 7, and 4. And that's been an amazing journey and one in which I I saw the Lord be in every step of the way. Um,
0: oh.
2: And... Uh, it's it's been um, it's been rewarding, but it's also been very, it's been very hard. But it's also been very rewarding, um, and so that's just a little something about myself.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. So I I would imagine that your household in, in within your household, you're probably a a doer also. So all oh right, goodness. thank you, ladies. <laughs> yes. In fact, when you and I were on the, the Bible study a couple of Saturdays ago, you said, Sister Naja, can I come over to your house? <laughs> and remember what I said? I, I said, I yeah, know. I have a
0: spare bedroom.
1: <laughs> that's uh, <nice>. that's, a, <laughs> that's beautiful. Amen. Well, Ken, you guys share with the listening audience, maybe a one or two events that impacted you, greatly impacted you this past year, this past year. So, you know, we're looking at 2022. If you need to go back because nothing impacted you and snatch something from 2021, I'm good with that. But what what has uh, didn't have one or two events that impacted you this past year? Sister Pat, we'll start with you this time. Okay. Um,
2: I'd like to say that the greatest impact on me this past year it's been a decision to leave the church that I had been worshiping in for several years um, and seek another church that uh, more form, form formally met the needs that I have currently. And what are those needs? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm now raising three young black girls, beautiful girls, 16, 7, and 4. And I wanted them to have that cultural diversity that they could get that had more people who look more like them. So that was a very difficult decision for for me to make. Um, But it was one that I felt would meet the needs that I had now raising my three daughters. And so I found the church. Um, they had lots of little girls that looked just like my girls, and they loved okay. it and oh. um i uh had made so many wonderful relationships at the former church, but it, it, it's uh being in the moment being doing what's most important right now, and that was important to me. So that was, a, that was something that impacted me a great deal. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So I will just give yeah. that one example.
1: Okay, yeah, 16, 7 and 4 years old. Yes, that's a, uh um that's a that's a nice uh nice age range between the the girls that's and good. that that's that's a huge responsibility, huge responsibility.
0: So you were They're able to make that way. decision.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. It, it, so so you were able to make that decision this past year. And I, I would assume that uh, maybe, maybe you can share with us, how long did you ponder making decision before you actually reached the, the, the actionable decision?
2: I, I'm sure a year, at least, you know, uh-huh. um, it, it was a long time. For uh-huh. I would say that it it um it start I start thinking on it in 2021, uh huh, and uh-huh. I start going to the new church the summer of 2022, or maybe okay. in the, in the spring of 2022. I'd say, yes, uh-huh. Uh-huh. so several okay. months, yes.
1: All right. Well, thank you for sharing that. Cheryl, how about you? What name of a, a one or two events that impacted you this past year?
0: Well, my health was a big impact. You said we could go a little back into 2021, but I in 2021, November, I had a shoulder surgery and it turned out to be a lot more major than what I thought. And I think being where I I actually felt helpless where I couldn't feed myself. I couldn't comb my hair. I couldn't do anything for myself. And then to watch my family and friends step up to just help care for me when I couldn't care for myself. And you mentioned being a doer. I'm always so used to doing things for others. I, I struggled with um, how much care I actually needed. Um, this last year, and then um and how God provided how my family stepped up, how He just um spoke to hearts of people that' I've known for years and hadn't talked to recently, but to love on you when you were down. I think I was down a lot during that time because I was stuck at home, and I'm not used to being like that. I am used to being busy and um, active and and involved, and to have to just sit was actually a good thing. I mean, I believe that God mm-hmm. used that time to make me have to sit and and just reflect on on so many things, on not only just the blessings, the many blessings I had, but the shortcomings where I there was prompting from the Lord and I missed those opportunities. It gave me time to just kind of think about what what a gift it is to have the Lord and to be able to give my life to him and know that when I spend that time in Word with him and time listening, that God just reveals uh-huh. so much to you about your life and about how you've looked at things and where you've fallen short and what you want to do different uh-huh. from now on. It's each day that he allows me that I would be different. With how I mm-hmm. minister to people, how I talk to people, how I think about people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so, so mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry. I, s- s- say that again. I said I. The main that would be my most impactful moment was myself.
1: Okay. Okay. Thank you for that.
0: So so I think I heard you say that it was difficult for you
1: to be in a position to receive because you're so often the giver. Uh, how true is that? I mean, it's just uh, – uh, and then, you know, when it's our health, I think it, it's a, a way for us to, to, to actually slow down, sit down, pause, uh, hit a reset button, and, and reflect when our, our health has us um, – in a position to not do as much as we're used to doing so that uh thank you thank you for that so i want to ask another question when you think about the title of today's episode reflections living in the moment how easy or difficult is it for you to live in the moment and leave your worries and or your cares some people don't like the word worry because we're told not to worry but uh, how difficult or easy is it for you to live in the moment and leave your worries and or cares behind? And uh, we'll start with uh, with you, Cheryl, uh, and then we'll go to Sister Pat.
0: I, I feel like living in the moment is staying prayed up. You know, the Bible tells us to pray without ceasing. And it seems mm-hmm. like when you... When you aren't prayed up, when you haven't done what you're supposed to, you can find yourself starting to worry or be anxious, especially about things that don't appear to be going your way. And when you're prayed up and you spent time with him, you don't. Have, it's easy to leave those things behind because you recognize he's in control. I remember a friend told me something that really impacted me years and years ago, and I asked her, was she afraid to go into the situation where she was going to be in a foreign country and she didn't know anybody and didn't speak the language? And she goes, all I know is I've been praying about this and this is God's will for me. And she goes, Uh I can't think of a better place to be than to be in the center of his will. And so if this Uh is what he's called me to do, he's going to care for me and cover me and even the hard parts will be worked out. So we have a different piece. When you belong to Christ, you just have a different piece of knowing that He's going to work it out all for His purpose and His glory, and I don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's that's good.
1: Being in the center, the center of His will, I think I equate that oftentimes to being in a position where we are wholly and solely dependent on Him, and that that's when a, a true walk of faith occurs for me. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a sighted person and I'm a hearing person. And so I rely on my, um, you know, senses to, to sort of navigate. I know what you just said. I know God is in control. I have yielded and I have surrendered my life to him. I would prefer for him to be that, you know, Jesus take the wheel, you know, and I'm riding in the back seat kind of thing. (laughs) But it's not as easy for me to take what I know and apply it in my life on a uh, – I haven't mastered it. Let me say I haven't mastered it. I'm consistent, but I've not mastered it. And I, I just want my listening audience to hear that because I know people struggle with living in the moment. I know I know what the scripture says. We know what scripture says, you know. Uh, but I do plan. I plan ahead. I try to plan. I plan for my future you know, uh, plan for my retirement. I, you know, with God's help and with God's guidance and direction, but I'm an action oriented person. So I just wanted to add that to, to, uh, uh, sister Cheryl's comment. Okay. Thank you. Sister Pat, how about you? Is it difficult or easy for you well, to live in the moment and go ahead.
2: It hasn't always been difficult, but it, it, um, has been very difficult, very challenging these last, say, year and a half. And it, it, mm-hmm. it's it been a time of grieving that I think I've spent a lot more time than maybe was necessary in, in, in that dark space. Mm. Recently, I was in church just a few Sundays ago and the pastor said some words that really resonated with me and he said, Have you heard the Lord say to you, It's time? And mm. that really impacted me. It's time. And I felt the Lord saying to me, It's you know, um, it's it's time it's time for me to move forward, to move on. Um, we lost the mother of the girls um, that we're the caregivers too, and, and, and that was devastating, absolutely devastating for me. Yes. And I yes. hear the spirit telling me it's time now to, to move from there, of uh, the pain may never leave, but I believe it subsides, and and then maybe uh, something different becomes, you know, maybe joyful memories of 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 that lost loved one. But I have three mm-hmm. young girls; her two daughters, a legacy that I've been given mm-hmm. the opportunity to be their caregivers. It's time for me to be more mindful of them and move on to the new things and in other words it it made me think of uh, what god said to samuel in first samuel 16 you know uh it's time to to move on it, it, it it's time to find a new one and from all and get on with it and mm-hmm. so that really um that really uh uh resonated with me that really impacted me when I heard um the pastor say that. And uh this is a new year, and so I am looking forward to new things ahead on this new journey because none of this was my plan. These were God's plans. Right. Yes, 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 mm-hmm.
1: yes. Yes, yes. That, that goes back to, uh, to, to my statement earlier that we all can attest to God's interruptions, intervention, mm-hmm. rerouting of our direction, and asking us to wait when we want to move forward. And, I mean, that's, that's life, right? But the key, what I hear mm-hmm. each of us saying and admitting to is that we know the voice of God we know the voice of God, we see his hand, we see his hand at work, even though we might not agree with the rerouting of our direction or (laughs) the intervention and, or the interruption, uh, you know, it's, it's divine. It's divine what happens when things go in his direction as opposed to our direction. And, and that's a, that's a welcome change. That's a welcome change. Any Mm -hmm. thoughts or comments about that? Sister Cheryl, uh, any, any thoughts comments.
0: Say, say it again, show, Pat. To go um, um, I can go Sister first. Sister
1: Pat, you go ahead. Uh, okay, Cheryl, you go first.
0: Okay. Um, you were talking about the loss, and that was the second thing that I think is still really impacting me, losing my little brother. And um mm. to the, yeah, in 2020, I think it was. And um, and still the struggle of each activity, family gathering, holiday, um, and you recognize that he's not there. And, um, you know, we take for granted the blessings that God gives us. We assume sometimes that those things are going to always be there. And um, when you lose somebody like that, you... You, you got I I believe the Holy Spirit just allows you that, that time to mourn and to grieve because we're going to do that, like you said, Sister Pat. But also, like you said, for us to be able to move forward. I've been asking God, how do I move forward? Because right for the last year I've been in so much um, grief, just dealing with so much grief and misery of losing him. And then recognizing the gift I had of what God has given me and my family and not to take any of it for granted. I thought I did good before, but I'm very conscious about the blessing that I have of just of what God has given me. And that the fact that I do mourn is because I had a relationship with my brother. It was a good relationship. Although I was a bossy big sister, he handled it very well. (laughs) and um and took it all very well and to this day like you said there's times that we can talk about him with joy and laughter because god brings back those memories the gift of even remembering the fun times and the the um joyous times that you have as a family the funny things you did as kids and you can look back on those with um Gratefulness, just for the time that God allowed us and recognizing that it's way more than somebody else has. I think just mm-hmm. with everything that's going on, you can always know somebody is struggling with something way more difficult than what we're going through. And so I try and take that time to pray for others that are going through difficult times that don't know the Lord, that don't have that rock to plant their feet on. They don't have that voice, like I said, that can come to and shed their tears and know that he's going to dry your tears and draw you to himself. Um, I'm thankful to have that in Christ to help me through those rough days when my grief wants to kind of rise up and overflow with the thankfulness that I still have that God has for me daily. Beautiful, beautiful.
1: Yes, and your brother was a twin, too, wasn't he?
0: Yes. And so everything yeah. was done with the two of them. They were never really apart. And um, we it's, it's hard to see the one without the other. And one of the oh. things he said to me, he said, God knew what he was doing because he goes, as bad as I'm dealing with it, I know that I could deal with it better than my brother for him to lose me. Because I just feel like God knew that, and when He allowed him to go first, because you never want to think about mm-hmm. losing your twin.
1: Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me just say this: I, I sort of, you know, was in contact with you more then than I have been lately, but kind of, you know, prayed with you through that and try to support you as best I could you, you walked through that time of sorrow, grief, and pain with uh, dignity and confidence and boldness in Christ. So I just want to share that with you. Uh, But thank you for, thank you for sharing that because grief hits each of us differently. And sister Pat, you were going to make a comment. I want to give you the floor again, give you the mic, I guess I should say.
2: The one thing I would share is, I I saw God's hand in everything that was occurring, um, uh, and, and and it always brought me back to one of my favorite scripture passages, uh, uh, scripture passage uh, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Uh, but um. I know the plans I have because I'm seventy three years old, Cheryl and and and, and now you guys have known me for over twenty plus years. It I can share with you that never in my wildest dreams did I think I would be raising another set of kids uh, but uh-huh. God knew, but God knew that I would be, and i and, and when we got the girls we my husband and I were living in a small two bedroom house it was the second bedroom was too small to put three girls in, so we had to look for uh, something bigger. That was in June. We found the house and had moved into the house in August that same year. Mm. None of my going that was God. A house that would accommodate mm-hmm. now all five of us. It just so happened <laughs> that my husband and I had planned a cruise a year before that occurred that same weekend, the weekend that we moved. So we got moved. We got settled in because people came to help, and then we went on a cruise. We came back, and oh. everything just fell into place. We saw oh. God just wanted everything up. As the kids settled up, and then the pandemic occurred. That was in the latter part of 2019, and in the early part of 2020, the pandemic occurred. And the silver lining of the pandemic oh. for us was that we got to, be, to bond as a family in this new house. <laughs> God. we sheltered <laughs> in and so we begin <laughs> to learn how to you know uh, be, be a family of five I, I, mm-hmm. I, the four year old today when I got her she was 11 months old she was malnourished when we got her I look at her today and I'm amazed she's healthy she's strong, uh, she's witty, she's mysterious, uh, <laughs> but she's a very happy kid. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. Same
2: with the 7 year And although 16 is a difficult age to be, <laughs> my husband and I are trying to <laughs> hang in there. And I haven't become a murderer yet. <laughs> but it's all because of God. It, 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 it's all because of God. And so I, uh, Jeremiah 2911, I say, God, I know these were not my plans. These were your plans. So I know you've already paved the way for me to accomplish this. Yes. And you helped yes. me and my husband health. Oh, I have some health yes. issues. But the health issues are manageable with medication, diet, and exercise, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, I'm still able to run after that four-year-old. Uh, I might be limping on one leg, but I can catch her. <laughs> I can't get her. <laughs> so that's all the God at my age. I think, and uh, I just give Him all the praise and all the all the glory. And and and, and what an opportunity. Uh, yes. For my husband and I be part of of their upbringing, you know what I'm saying, to to, to, uh, get the opportunity to raise them, and so I'm grateful for that. Mm -hmm.
1: Amen. Wow, these Mm -hmm. testimonies are profound, just absolutely profound. And and Sister Pat, you, you mentioned that he's already paved the way, you know, when we find ourselves being redirected or he's rerouting us you know and and we're at a dead end and he's telling us to go left or right but he has also prepared us and has equipped us for such a time as this Mm -hmm. and he gets Mm -hmm. to fill in the blank what it what is this what is such a time as this you know that's that uh, uh, Esther 414 Mordecai Mm -hmm. was talking to Mm -hmm. Esther you know, mm-hmm. and asking Amen. her to go summons the king and and uh, and, and Mordecai said, okay, well, you know, if you, if you don't do it, the Jews, you know, something else will happen. God has something else in plan and, 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 and you'll perish. And how do you know that God hasn't prepared you for such a time as this? Well, he has. When we're actually mm-hmm. walking that walk and that journey, he has prepared us. We may not realize it. But when we reflect, let's go back to our title, the title of the podcast, Reflections, Living in the Moment. It's kind of a dichotomy when you look back. You don't you can't stay back. You know, you don't want to go too far mm-hmm. in the future because we read in Isaiah fifty five, eight and nine that my thoughts are not your thoughts, Sister Pat, Jeremiah twenty nine and eleven. I love that passage. I know the plans that I have for you, declares mm-hmm. the Lord. I love this passage. Mm-hmm. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope in a future and then if you add verse 12 then you will call on mm-hmm. me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you so there's he, 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 mm-hmm. he equipped us he has prepared us for such a time as this and all we have to do is call upon him right and he's gonna mm-hmm. listen. he's inclined he's inclined his ear already before we even realize that we're in the thick of things you know uh, we're in the sticker bushes, trying to fight our way out, but God has already he's already taken care of all of that and that that's what's amazing uh about mm-hmm. who it is that we serve and and to be able to admit that and confess that and 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 share that with others, no matter what we go through 'cause Death of a mm-hmm. child is is, mm-hmm. is 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 painful. It's it's, it's going to cause you to grieve forever for however long. And and Cheryl, you shared that you lost a sibling. I mean, uh, you know, death of mm-hmm. a sibling, a, 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 the the big sister, the big bossy sister. There's something when there's that that hole exists, <laughs> right? Yeah. My gosh. Mm-hmm. Gosh. Amen. Gosh, mm-hmm. gosh, God, but God, mm-hmm. but God, when we can get through those situations and look back and see his hand in and throughout everything and feel feel mm-hmm. that leading and that prompting of the holy spirit that there's a comfort and and we can still attest to how how good he is well, ladies i have a, a couple of other questions that i think we'll have time to get to this 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 45 minutes goes fast we have about nine minutes left and i want to ask a question for you so you've shared with us some of the things that uh you all have overcome this year maybe you reached back and pulled something forward from 2019 2020 21 etc so you overcomers uh maybe some time and period of uncertainty or even something that maybe in the moment you were fearful or frustrated i don't like to use the word fear but you know i'm I'm talking emotion here and emotions do creep up Mm -hmm. what helped Mm -hmm. you put away the distractions and causes you to remain present with God. What kind, What helps you? What tools, what are in your toolkit that you can share with our listening audience that helps you put away the, the distractions and remain present with God? Sister Cheryl, I'll let you go.
0: I think it's having a set time, being able to get up early mm-hmm. before the day, because we need the We need the help, we need the love, we need the direction to start the day. You know, it's not something you can really do at the end of the day because you went without him. You thought you could move forward on your own, and we can't. We can't do anything without him and his instruction, and he prepares us for the day. Things we had no idea were going to come up, things that we didn't plan to have to do, God has it already set. Our steps are already laid out and in order for us. We just have to follow what he has set out for us. And you can't do that if you're not in tune to him, if you're not speaking with him, if you're not talking to him, if you're not listening to him. And so Uh that's what I would say Uh takes me to have that set time so that I'm not distracted. Uh
1: Uh That's good.
0: That's good. I had mentioned back on the
1: 23rd of June, uh, I had, uh, uh, of 20, let's see, was it this year? Yeah, it was this year. Uh, just living in the moment. And, uh, for these two podcasts, I added the word reflection, but I had some pointers in that June 23rd podcast about spending time with God throughout the day. We've got to make God a priority We've got to use our time wisely because when we're doers and you've got a 16-year-old, a 7-year-old, and a 4-year-old in a household, and Cheryl, you've got your pastor's wife and you've got a ministry going, full-blown ministry, we've got to use our time wisely. And then sometimes we can get so engaged in what we're doing that we miss out on the kingdom building opportunities throughout the day. And then it's, mm-hmm. it's almost required. We've got to read, meditate, and study his word. And then communicate mm-hmm. with God, which we do. We've got to be those prayer warriors. Pray without ceasing. Cheryl, you mentioned that earlier. And listen to God. Mm-hmm. And then, Cheryl, you just said it. Be yes. intentional about our time with God. And then get rid of those unnecessary distractions. So, Sister Pat, what would you, what would you say are some of your tools and your toolkit for putting away the distractions and remaining present with God.
2: Well, it certainly is having a set time. And what I find works best for me in the wee hours of the morning. So I get up early when the house is still quiet before the girls uh, get up. And that's uh, when I have my devotional is uh, early morning. And, um, it's quiet. There are no distractions. Uh, uh, and I make it special. Uh, I usually go downstairs to the kitchen because I'm going to usually make coffee or tea, and usually it's coffee. And then I do my personal uh-huh. at, at the kitchen table. One of the things that uh, when we talk about uh, reflection, being in the moment, that I'm hearing the Lord, the Holy Spirit has brought to my attention. Um, but I'll say it quickly. I, we raised three daughters, and I can remember uh, working in corporate, uh, winding the ladder, coming home, washing, uh, doing laundry, cooking, washing dishes, preparing the supper, when the girls, our girls, would say something like, Mom, look at me, or, or Mom, come do this. And I would say, I can't right now because I'm washing dishes, or I'm cooking
0: supper, mm-hmm. or, I'm, uh-huh. or whatever.
2: But I'm busy in the kitchen, so I, I never, uh-huh. I'm, never go and watch him. What he's brought to my attention with these grandkids, I, 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 here recently, is I, I would, would do the same thing. It's you know because you're washing dishes, you're in the moment. You, you gotta get the dish or you're cooking supper, you're preparing the meal for the kids, uh, but, but, what, but prioritize which moment you need to be in. And so when uh-huh. I'm doing the preparing supper, and now that seven-year-old says, Grandma, look at this,
0: um, and I yeah. go
2: and look at what she's doing. And usually, mm-hmm. it only takes a couple of minutes, usually she's on top of her head. She loves gymnastics, so she's usually... Gonna show me a new flip or a new something. She's happy that I'm. I'm I, I stopped to look at her to see what what it was because uh-huh. I can turn the stove off. I can. The dishes will be there. So, so what right. I'm learning yeah. Now is how to be in the moment. But but if you got kids, young kids like these kids,
0: prioritize
2: those moments when they ask you to look at this or 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 or, or come there go and do that. Do that quality time because it's important mm. to them. So that's, mm. that's where I'm disciplining myself at right now. Mhm. <laughs> mhm.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That 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 that's beautiful. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that uh, when I keep my four year old grandson, I I don't have competing interests either. Uh and but I'm gonna say that it probably has a little bit to do with the fact that I'm retired and I'm older, <laughs> but I hear the Lord speaking and saying, boy, that's a wonderful testimony because when you think about all the stuff we had to balance, I don't like to use the word juggle with all the things that we had to balance before. And then with age comes wisdom, right? And, and, uh, and, and mm-hmm. discernment. So <laughs> sister Pat, thank, thank you for that because I, I listen to my little grandson. He can talk and talk and, you know, there's things I need to be doing or there's things I want to do. And I just it, undivided attention. He's got my undivided attention and uh, everything else at that moment when he's in my presence would be a distraction. So that's how I, that's how Amen. I uh, stay stay Amen. in the moment of what God has blessed me with. And I hear you saying the same thing. Is blessed me with this time with this four-year-old. Uh, and so I need to make every moment count. That's beautiful. Amen. That's beautiful. Yes. Well, ladies, yes. we have got one minute and 40 seconds to go. Cheryl, Sister Pat should share <laughs> the to go-to scripture. Do you have one that you rely on heavily when you are in the moment or out of the moment what, what what would you like to share with with our listening audience
0: yes um i usually use lamentations lamentations oh, 322 yeah. 20, and 23 it says because of the lord's faithful love we do not perish oh. for his mercies never end for they are new every mm-hmm. morning great is your faithfulness And I just love that. His mercies are are new every morning. You know, they never end. Mm -hmm. So when I mess up, when I go off path, when I do this, I know that God loves me and he wants to forgive me. You know, I just, I have a, a great opportunity as a believer because I can come to him even when I've done wrong, and know that he loves me enough that he, I might be disciplined, there might, there's consequences to sin, and when we mess up, yeah. but his, he has such mercy and grace for me that um, I hope that's all I can do is praise him for that and to try and do better and, and improve and become reflect more of his image, I would say
1: amen the lord is my portion says my soul therefore
0: i will hope in him
1: and with that we we serve a god you know the do-overs we get do-overs and he's a god of infinite infinite chances infinite chances
0: and with that i want to say
1: thank you to you thank you sister pat thank you sister cheryl and i just want to close out by saying our moments in time are fleeting but when we stop to reflect, it represents a lifetime. God blesses us every day. And with that, may God bless okay. you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you peace. We'll talk again in a couple of weeks. God bless you. God
0: Thank bless you. you. Thank you, ladies. You're so
2: welcome. Thank
0: you. You're very welcome. Honey. God bless. Have a Love you. Day. Love you guys.
1: Okay. We'll do it again soon. Bye-bye.